0: Hi, this is Kenneth Wong, editor for DE. Welcome to a new episode of DE podcast. This special episode is part of our December 2020 issue focusing on technology leaders. Imagine it is the largest auditor software reseller in North America, offering a diverse range of services, including systems integration, training, and PLM products and services. So today we are speaking to Jason Burnett. Imagine its Director of Manufacturing and PLM Sales to reflect on his thoughts on the events last year. Jason, welcome. Now that we are about nine months into this uh, pandemic and the remote working situations, um, how do you see many engineering teams adjusting to the situation, Tom? What have been the key challenges among your clients?
1: Well, thank you, Kenneth we're actually doing surprisingly well. So I, many of our customers adjusted quickly. We certainly did spend a lot of time in changing licensing models to su- support remote work, uh, really moving off of corporate networks onto more user-based licenses. So uh, fortunately at Imagina, we've got a dedicated support group that helped us do this so the rest of us could, could do our normal jobs.
0: What kind of technology has been really helpful in enabling remote collaborations? And have you noticed companies having to make some process or cultural adjustments?
1: Yeah, I think that meets some of the challenges of remote work. A lot of our customers have realized they needed to build standards for information and, and processes. So we've done a lot of work around global data management, global global standardization, really helping it enable efficiency for uh, corporations Uh, product lifecycle management has picked up and that's really just to develop process standards that you know when folks can't walk down the hall and you know walk something down they they need technology to kind of enable the way that they communicate so we've really helped develop remote ways to help make good decisions in an efficient manner i think one of the other pieces that we've seen is that because companies have had a hard time bringing new people in, onboarding them, teaching about their products. They've invested in automation. So redesigning from scratch every time won't work any longer. Um, they've got to drive more efficiency and, and get their engineers to work on harder things. So uh, I think everyone's forced to do more with the same amount of resources and, and um You know, as a software company, we weren't really adding as many licenses, but we were really utilizing our service team to drive efficiency using technology. And one of those ways is is definitely through the automation of both design and and processes.
0: So, what kind of lessons about remote working and remote collaboration can the industry take from this whole situation from 2020? Um, Does this show any kind of limitations or our strength in coping with an event like this?
1: So one of the main things we've learned is that technology is no longer optional. Companies have to adopt technology to enable their remote workforces and enable their teams to be productive when they're not able to be on site at the business. I think companies that have kind of lagged behind adopting some of the typical systems, you know, product data management, product lifecycle management, they're, they're losing ground because they're not able to uh, work in this new environment. So they're really kind of, their hands been forced in the pandemic. So, you know, you, you just can't walk down the hall and ask a question of somebody that's got some bit of knowledge stuck in a person's head. So, so manufacturing companies are coming to companies like imagine it to really get the data out of the, out of the tribe and into a business system. So I think some of the other thing, things that we've seen with the um, with trainings, a good example. Um, We, we tried to help actually by doing promotions for online training and that drove a lot of awareness, but our online in-person training, so it's with a live instructor, really had, uh, it drove a lot of demand. And um, so I think even without their promotion, the demand was there, uh, in-class training wasn't an option. So we sold a lot of online classes, which is fantastic because we were used to working in the classroom and, and really didn't miss a beat there. We've also got a a learning management system that's become very popular and people could attend on their own time, you know, classes, uh, do training snippets on particular topics, read articles, um, do knowledge assessments, and um, get remote support all in one application. So it's really our customer acquisition and adoption has increased dramatically throughout the pandemic. So. Um, really ama- enabling people to learn kind of anywhere on their own pace and um, and then being able to measure it's been a, a pretty, um, a very successful thing for us. So I, I think a lot of companies have, have utilized the pandemic to, to really kind of sharpen the saw and up their employee performance. Um, so they've used it as an opportunity that we could help them with.
0: Jason, thank you so much for sharing your thoughts with us and telling us about how you and your customers are doing in these unprecedented times. welcome. This is Kenneth Wong, until the next episode and we are out.